Hello. Welcome to the Daily Quran for Thursday, June 27th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton, and tonight I am not talking about the Democratic debates that just ended. Uh, they, were they were today and yesterday. Instead, I am going to talk about the latest Godzilla movie, which came out in May, and I actually just saw it the other day, and I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I thought it was interesting that when I posted to my, you know, my Facebook about how much I like this movie, I got some pushback from people that just seemed to really hate it. I thought that was interesting, and, and it seems like the reviews have not been great. They've been kind of mixed, I guess, about it. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about that. Also, I saw this on the, for the first time on a Screen X format, or I don't even know what you call it, format, theater, whatever. It's a regal thing, I believe it is, and, and it's, a, it's when they project onto the walls as well as the screen. So you have this, like, 270-degree panoramic visual thing. And so I thought that'd be interesting to talk about, too, because that was also a very interesting experience. So uh, first, Godzilla. If you saw the original Godzilla from a few years ago, the one where they pretty much don't show Godzilla except for on TV screens in the background for most of the movie, and it's extremely frustrating. Yeah, this is the sequel to that movie, and it's apparently the sequel to Kong Skull Island, which I haven't even seen, but they're creating their own little monster cinematic universe because, of course they are. Everybody's doing that. Uh, so you don't need to see either one of those movies, though, to enjoy this one. But what I think became apparent to me when I posted my little, you know, quick review on the Facebook, is that you have to like Godzilla movies. And you have to be okay with a Godzilla movie being made by, you know, someone else. And not like a traditional Godzilla movie with a, you know, a, a rubber suit or whatever, you know. So it it is a Godzilla movie through and through. It really is. It's possibly the greatest Godzilla movie that I have ever seen. Now, I haven't seen the latest, like, I didn't see um, the latest other Godzilla movies came out of Japan, but I'm pretty sure this one tops that one in effects because it has a giant Hollywood budget. And the thing about this movie is it's all about the monster fights. So the first movie, there was a lot of, I think, criticism. I think it was pretty fair that, it, it, you know, it, it took forever to get around to real monster fights, and and it was okay, but... It, it was a frustrating movie. I, I, based on how I'm remembering it, I've only seen it the one time years ago. But what we all, what a lot of us wanted, what I wanted, was a Godzilla movie where Godzilla just goes and like fights classic other Godzilla monsters, <laughs> and that's what we get in this movie. And uh, uh, I'm surprised that it's not doing like gangbusters. You know, you got Ghidorah in here, which is fantastic. You got Mothra, Rodan, uh, and Godzilla on these epic fights. And it's very, very cool that way. Now, I think one of the one of the criticisms I heard from people is that like the human beings are stupid morons. And yes, they are stupid morons because they're always stupid morons in these in movies. That is to be expected. The characters of this movie are not the humans, they're the monsters. Like you just have to pay attention. Like Ghidorah is actually three different characters. Each head acts a little differently, has its own little personality. Godzilla clearly has its own thing going on in, in Godzilla's head. Mothra is, uh, like a, is like a partner to Godzilla in this film, a defender of Godzilla, um, and 
you know, and is is an amazing character in a, in a lot of a lot of, way, a lot of ways. Uh, and I think the the one monster doesn't get a whole lot going on is probably uh, Rodan, who just comes off as a jerk <laughs> the whole time. But the point is, each one of these guy monsters does have a fairly distinct personality, and they do act in ways that are, you know, somewhat unique to themselves in the movie. And uh, you know, they don't have dialogue or anything. But you can tell that there's that they've they've been written and animated, you know, to try to be showing that there's something going on upstairs. They're not just completely mindless automatons or something like that. Uh, and you know, I liked I like the I don't the the twist in this. Not really much of a twist. I guess mild spoilers. But that uh, the idea that Ghidorah is actually an alien, <laughs> you know, like an alien monster. I'm not sure if that was from the original ones. It's been so long since I saw the original Godzilla films but he's uh, an alien creature and so he's a, a rival alpha for godzilla because it comes from space <laughs> and it's like oh that makes sense why would there be two alpha you know apex predator predators uh so uh, you know I, I i like the movie i really do so the the the, the i want to say the strong points of this film are the the monster battles are quite amazing now I think I, I got some pushback from people who said they didn't like the CGI. I think that's absurd. I, I got to be frank there. The CGI is quite incredible in this uh, movie. If you didn't get enough Godzilla from the first one, you get plenty in this one. You get plenty of other creatures in this one. You get multiple battles. You get amazing music, musical score in here, including the the classic, you know, at least some some elements of the classic Godzilla theme in there. Uh, each each uh, monster actually, I think, has their own kind of theme music they'll play in there. It's a little, somewhat more subtle at times than others, but it's it's in there. The plot of the movie, though, is kind of stupid. <laughs> you know, like there's the uh, I don't know what the heck are they called the 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 a, the, the secret agency that uh, uh, that the human characters work for, Monarch. Is is like has all these bunkers around the world, and they've been tracking the monsters forever, and they uh, are trying to keep them contained. And then there's like an eco terrorist dude who wants to, I don't know, let them loose on the planet to like balance out the the world because humans are a plague on Earth. Blah blah blah. It's a whole bunch of same stupid eco terrorism BS plotline you probably see in other movies before. Doesn't matter. It's just there is a very weak framework just have monster battles so it's like the only reason that all this the stupid human stuff is there is so that there's a reason for all the monsters to wake up and to be active at the same time so that we can have monster battles that's it that's really all it's there for so you can safely ignore the human plot now if like the plot of a movie like this is important to you you're you're not going to like this because the plot's stupid uh i would say some of the acting is pretty good uh you know, Millie Bobby Brown is in all the posters and, and stuff, and her character is probably the most annoying. She's not terrible, but her character is so, so stupid. And a major part of the plot just is revolves around her and, like, actions she takes that don't really make sense to me. But whatever. Again, it doesn't really matter. Um, Bradley Whitford is fun in this movie. Uh, for the few lines that he gets, uh, the uh, and Ken Watanabe does not get nearly enough screen time, but he does have some pivotal moments in here, and that's 
really cool. This movie is also full of Easter eggs to other Godzilla like lore, I guess it were. If you're you're paying attention, sometimes more obvious than others, but they they have a lot of those those uh, those Easter eggs in there with characters and with uh, you know environments and and everything. So it's it's really very very cool. Uh, they have a lot of like equipment. This uh, monarch organization. <laughs> I'm not really sure. Like part of the plot is that I think the U.S. government wants to kill all the monsters, which you know kind of makes sense, <laughs> but uh, but monarch doesn't, and it's like who funds monarch it's never really clear to me in this movie i'm watching it and i'm like they have how many bunkers how do they have all this high-tech stuff they have a giant like flying fortress base they have like a an underwater base thing like they have all this equipment and like how many thousands of personnel and they have their own fighter aircraft and missiles and crap like who is funding them it's not really clear to me where they get their military gear anything from but uh i guess that's besides the point it, it's just it's just a a really fun kind of hollywood take on a classic godzilla film i think it really addresses a lot of the criticisms of of the of the previous movie where people just want more monster battles and not like monster battles between godzilla and and rando monsters we've never seen before uh, like I don't think those monsters in the first one were anything. The Mutos or whatever. I think they were just kind of like generic looking monsters. No, we got some real monsters with personality this time, and it's cool. There are a lot of tense scenes in this movie, especially if you watch it with Screen X. So I went in to see this movie at a Regal long after you know it's been in theaters, and and there was only like two other people in the theater with us. So we I got we got prime seats. A friend of mine went with me. Friend Mike, who 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 um you know he's been on this podcast before. We went to the theater. We got prime seats because uh, he's been into a Screen X uh, theater before, and he, he told me what seats to get. So we got a great seat, so we could see the screen and have a great peripheral on the walls. And the Screen X concept is pretty cool. So at certain scenes, like big pivotal moments, dramatic scenes, monster scenes, monster battles, often the the screen will light up the the side, the walls of the theater on each side. 270 degrees, I guess, is what they say. And it does give you this much more immersive effect. In fact, when I left the theater, I was a little bit wobbly on my legs because I felt like I had been in like a giant ride the whole time. Because for me anyway, it kind of tricked my brain into thinking that I really was like inside a giant Disney ride or something. Because when, whenever those, those, the walls would light up, it was it was kind of like you were inside a craft. At least that's my perspective of it. And you were seeing everything going on outside and around you. And it was very immersive, actually, for me. And, and maybe that was because no one else was in the theater. And it would, I don't know. But it, it actually worked really well for me. I thought it was just going to be a, one of those gimmicks. And it is a gimmick. But it actually worked. It was really fun. And I, I think that I would see maybe the Spider-Man movie in that if I could at some point. I don't know, but I think a big action movie, a movie with lots of uh, cool effects or something like that, or big, big dramatic vistas, like that would be cool for this kind of effect. So the Screen X thing is cool. There's apparently like a 4X or 4D screens that have like motion and stuff in it, but I, I haven't tried one of them out yet. But the Screen X was pretty cool. So uh, I wouldn't go to every movie that way. It's kind of expensive, but it, it added to the intensity of a lot of the scenes in here. And, you know, they do a good job with that. There's scenes where the monsters, I mean, okay, so here's here's a typical scene with in this movie, though. The humans are flying around their stupid craft or something, 
and they're in and they find themselves or they're on the ground wherever they are they they find themselves in between Godzilla or or you know and another monster fighting and so like that's just constant in this movie and it's kind of ridiculous or they're being chased by one by one of the monsters like Rodan or or Gadira or something and it's like they and then they just barely escape you know like that happens over and over again and it it is it is kind of funny and kind of um you know it, it's it's kind of cliche but it works and i don't know why it works i guess it's just because i had the right mentality for this movie but if you go into this movie thinking oh i want to see a really well written film with deep characters and and you know it's not it this this movie is 100% about the monster battles nothing else matters in this film you got to have that right mindset for it and the monster battles are great um I mean, I, I actually think that because they focus so much on the monsters and making them characters in this, that it, 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 really, um, it really made Godzilla especially feel like a, a character and not just a like monster, not just a random uh, event of nature, but as a, a thinking creature, creature in its uh, own right. And uh, I really like that about it. But, I mean, there are some, I just, I can't get over how phenomenal some of these, the fights were, if you're into that kind of kaiju fight, you know, battle thing. I mean, it's just, you got to pay attention, though, because, like, for instance, and we're in kind of spoiler territory here, there's the the big battle with Godzilla, where Godzilla is joined by Mothra at a certain point, or a couple points, and, like, and you can tell that, you know, they wrote they wrote Mothra, so Mothra and Godzilla have something going on, like some code co-evolution or something going on she mothra is called like the queen of the monsters in this movie and uh and yeah like mothra comes to godzilla's aid at the time of need and uh is kind of has a brutal battle with rodan and and it's it's really intense because and and you and it's weird because you feel for the character of mothra during some of these fight scenes because you know mothra is a smaller moth with like these big beautiful wings it's gorgeous kind of uh design animation and it's like fighting against you know rodan or 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 or, um you know uh gadira uh uh, Ghidorah. god i can't pronounce these names at all (laughs) Ghidorah. and uh you you like you feel for mothra it's like wow you because these other monsters are so much bigger and meaner looking uh but she puts up a fight or it puts up a fight i don't know i don't know Mothra puts up a fight, and it's uh, it, it, that's when I was watching the movie, and I thought, wow, this this movie is well written in a certain sense, and terribly written in another sense. You know, that's that's what I think is apparent in the critics of it, because I, I saw some, at least one critic of it, saw one review before I saw the movie where they were just ecstatic for this film because it was like all these awesome monster battles, and it was so much fun, and and then you hear from other people who thought it was just abysmal waste of time so i don't know your mileage will vary depending on how much you uh care about uh you know plot and human characters versus monsters but uh i definitely give it a hearty like two thumbs up here or whatever i don't actually have a uh a movie rating system but you know we'll go with two thumbs up totally worth seeing in the theater on the big screen uh, especially if you can get a matinee price. If you like kaiju movies, you like monster movies, this has 
amazing battles. It has actual Godzilla in it. It has, uh, you know, an amazing score, I thought, that really adds to the dramatic tension in scenes. It has uh, breathtaking visuals, good CGI, and incredibly, incredibly, incredibly stupid human characters that you will not give a crap about. And that is as it should be, I think, for a Godzilla film, because it's all about the monsters. And stay for the end credits, because there is a little stinger there uh, for the future, for you really, you know, really interested in, in these this film universe. I mean, maybe you're, you're not, but there is a little stinger at the end, which sets up a, a future film. And they actually have Easter eggs throughout this film, which sets up the Godzilla versus King Kong movie, which I hope still happens, because... Uh, that would be awesome, because I, I still remember as a kid watching the original, or I don't know how many versions, I remember watching a VHS copy of of King Kong vs. Godzilla, and I remember loving that movie, so uh, I'm looking forward to them making that, I hope they do, I hope that the bad performance of this movie, apparently bad performance, doesn't kill uh, the future of the franchise, because I feel like this movie could have some legs on uh, video on demand, you know, rentals and purchases and stuff, because uh, it's just a fun movie to watch. Um, maybe you don't want to spend like the seventeen dollars, whatever I did, to go see it in Screen X. But uh, if you like these types of films, I mean, you've probably already seen it. But if you haven't, give it a shot. If it's if it's still somewhere in theaters, I'm not sure it is anymore. <laughs> but it'll be on video demand soon enough. Anyway, that's my uh, my brief little review of of this and uh, and uh, of Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah, it was fun. And so that's going to be it for this uh, Daily Cron. Talk to you next time. Later. Come on.